1: Sir John Templeton told me that he's never seen anyone tithe, which, you know, tithing is usually 10% of what you earn, for at least a decade, who didn't become incredibly financially free. Wow. And I think the reason is, I had a moment, like, when my whole life changed, it was, it was kind of twofold. I was really young, like yourself back then, right? Working my tail off, trying to build a business. I mean, yeah. big goals, you know, yeah. you don't always succeed to start, with. Right? Right, right. just come together, <laughs> right? You know, it was hard. And I remember I was so frustrated because I was working 18 hour days and nothing was working and I was broke and I felt embarrassed, you know, mm. I should be doing better than this. Sure. And so I was driving home from Orange County on the 57th freeway in, in San Gabriel Valley out near a place in Pomona, California. Probably does uh-huh. not anybody else, but I can remember it so vividly because uh-huh. it was almost midnight and I was at this breaking point and then I was like, why am I not you know, doing better? And then I just pulled over the road and I used to keep these journals. I still have them, written journals. And I wrote in big lines, you know, the secret to living is giving. Mm. And I started to cry and I realized I am so focused on what am I not getting. Receiving. I'm not focusing on what I'm giving. Yeah. So for six months, man, it, it turned me around. But then, you know, something else to get in your body. It was in my head, it was in my heart, but it had oh, to get in there yeah. to stay. And I started going through some really tough times and I lost everything financially. Mm. And I was mad at everybody because, like, I loaned a friend a thousand bucks and, you know, I had them doing well. He didn't even return my phone call. Oh. And what changed me was I was down, to, I don't know, 22, 23 bucks, something like that, I know, it was $24. Enough that I knew that I didn't have money for food for the next week, clearly. <laughs> And I didn't have any prospects. And I was living in Venice in this 400 square foot bachelor apartment, feeling sorry for myself. I'm getting pissed off. <laughs> and I thought, you know what, I gotta eat. So I'm not gonna drive my car, because I'm not gonna spend the gas. I'm not gonna pay for parking. Sure. I'm gonna go to an all you can eat place and load up for the winter, right? So I can get more, like one meal a day. There's a place called Marina Del Rey, not far from mm-hmm. Venice. And it's a beautiful community and it's there right you. on the water. And there's a place called El Torito, it's still mm-hmm. there. So I walked there for the three miles and I go, okay, I'm gonna go ahead and load up. And I was all about myself and getting through this. Well, this woman walked through the door, actually very attractive lady, and I'm waiting to see who her boyfriend is, and there's nobody up there. There's a little guy down here. It was obviously her son, and he's wearing this three-piece suit, you know, a little vest. He opens the door for her, he pulls out the chair for her, and it was just, I don't know what it was, but something about him was just so moving. It was such a sweet, caring, loving young man to his mother that moved me. I paid for my meal, put it back in my pocket, was left. Walked up this young man, I introduced myself, and I said, hi, I don't remember his name. I think he said his name's Ronnie. And I said, Ronnie, I said, you're a class actor. I saw how you opened the door for your lady, I saw you held out the chair for your lady. And I said, So cool that you're taking out to lunch like this. And he goes, well, I'm not really taking out lunch because I'm just 11 and I don't, I don't have a job, you know. Right. I said, yes you are. And I had no plan. I literally, I just reached in my pocket, took all the money I had, changed dollar bills, and threw wow. it right there in front of him. You look at me like this, he goes, I can't take that. I said, sure you can. He said, well, why? I said, because I'm bigger than you are. (laughs) And he got this big grin on his face. His eyes got this big. And I didn't, I just shook his hand. I didn't even look at his mom. And and I just walked out the door. But I had no car. I had no money. I was euphoric. I was like flying home. I was like, you know, I probably looked like an idiot, probably skipping or something. I mean, I was just, I should have been like, what the hell did you just do? I have no meal. I wasn't going to eat. I went home that night. I laid out a plan. And the plan was going to take me, you know, 10 days, two weeks. So I thought, well. People fast for a week. I could fast mm, for a week, you right, know, that right. type of thing. And I was this great mindset about it. And I woke up the next morning, and I get the old regular snail mail shows up. And it's this guy I've called a zillion times. He wouldn't return my call. I open it up. There's a check, 1000 bucks wow. plus interest and an apology. Wow. So I'm sitting there, and I, and I started to cry, honestly. And I was just like, why did this happen, you know? And mm-hmm. I don't know if it's true, but I decided that day this happened because I did the right thing. Because I didn't have a plan. It wasn't a strategy. I just thought this little soul beside me and I knew it was right and I did it okay. and I didn't do it because I thought I could or I couldn't I didn't even think about it and that's the day I became a wealthy man because I oh, didn't god. have any money but scarcity left my body and I have plenty of ups and downs since that time and various times in my life but I never went back to that oh my god you know how's oh, it gonna man, happen yeah. it's like breathing do you stop and say God, is there going to be the air before you take a breath? You right. know it's going to be there. Right. You, know, you don't run your life by that <clears throat> right. aspect. And so that to me is what it's about, is showing people, if you won't give a dime out of a dollar, if you'll never give a million out of 10 million or right. 10 million out of 100 million. It's right. just not going to happen. Right. But if you can do that now, you don't ever get beyond scarcity. You start behind it. Every single day, you've got to feed and strengthen your mind. Mm. Until you do that, you're always going to be unfair. Because fear no. is automatic. The human brain is designed for survival. It's not designed for success. Right. Your brain is not designed to make you happy. That's your job. Right. And the only way you're going to do it is if you feed your mind. And I used to go to the library, because I the only place to no. go, and I would feed, I'd read biographies. I'd mm. read people's lives, and it would make me go, wait a second. As bad as I think it is, the greatest people in the world had it worse. Sure. So there's something here. Read something mm. that's a strategy. Read something that's going to change your life. And the second thing I tell people is, feeding your mind's great, but you've got to also strengthen your body. Fear is physical, mm. right? You know where you feel it. And if you go work out, if you go lift, if you go run, even if you're out of shape, you just go for an intense mm. walk, that experience alone changes you. Like every day in my life, the first thing I do before I do my priming I jump in some hot water for fun, and then I jump in freezing water. And what it does is, like, it's teaching my brain. I tell my brain what to do, and it doesn't. It It doesn't feel like it. It doesn't want to do it. And every (laughs) cell in your body is alive, right? So it doesn't have to be, like, two hours worth of something. It can be something you do for 30 seconds, but it's training your body to be strong, because a strong body could strong mind and vice versa. Yeah. The third thing I tell people is find a role model. It seems impossible until you see somebody's done it. So yeah. you know, Ray Dalio is one of the greatest investors in history. The guy was a caddy, right? You know, his dad was a jazz musician, his mom was a homemaker. Right. Um, you know, he's worth fourteen billion dollars. He How found, did he do found someone to mentor him. He found well, he found multiple people to right. to model. Right. 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 You, you don't always find a mentor, but you find somebody you can model. And when you start seeing that somebody else can do it and you see they really did mm. You start to believe. You start to get certain. And then the fourth thing I tell people is it's massive action. and constantly change your approach. And then it's find somebody worse off than you are and help them. Because when you do that, it gets you out of yourself.